This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Check out the Southtown Hyundai Advantage at southtownhyundai.ca. Addiction can be a very difficult thing to navigate over the holiday season. I have a buddy who quit drinking about, uh, I don't know, five years ago now. Mm -hmm. And he posted a really powerful video a few years ago talking about how we need to normalize not having a drink because that was one of his biggest struggles is how pushy some of his family was. Well, when you're you're ignorant and you're just like, come on, have a drink. No. And uh, yeah, we have a friend, Dan Duvall. He is a comedian. He's actually traveling all over the world right now doing comedy. Dan, are you there? (laughs) I'm here. Yes, I'm here. I'm in Dallas, Texas. I just pulled up at Dewey Plaza where John F. Kennedy was shot, like as like just where you right now when you called me. Really? Oh, does it got a haunting I'm, vibe to it? I don't know. I haven't gotten to the car yet, but I'm tell, I'll tell you what. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so our good friend Dan, thank you so much for answering the phone. Bye. I know we kind of put you on the spot here, but uh, I noticed that you had a Facebook post yesterday, 21 hours ago. You wrote that you are four years clean and sober. Yes. I am. I'm four years clean and sober uh, yesterday. Congratulations. And so four years ago, it was right before the holiday season that you decided you were done with, was it alcohol and drug abuse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, yeah, drugs first, alcohol second. Uh, I was a a cocaine addict uh, and an alcoholic. But yeah, I think decided is a strong word. I think that like when you, when you're like done, and you're done, done. You, there's not really. Uh, it's not so much a choice. You're just. You just can't anymore. Mm-hmm. Like there's no moves left to make. And then you. You ask. I, well, this is my experience anyway. Like I didn't really have any. I didn't really have any moves left left to make. I just had to ask for help. I had to admit what was going on and ask for help, or I, I wasn't going to make it. I don't think I would have lived another year. Oh know? wow! So uh, I really liked how uh, powerful you know, your post was yesterday, saying that like it, every day since has been better than it was before. Uh, that just your life yeah. has improved drastically. Yeah, so congratulations! Yeah, that's very inspiring. And right. do you have any advice for someone that's listening right now? Um, because we want to send love to everyone that's in recovery today, especially to people who are having their first sober holiday. Do you have any tips of things like going on walks or calling someone you love? Anything else? Yeah. Reaching out. Reach out to people. Talk to other people. Talk to other people who have been through it. Talk to other people who you know have your back. Just talk. Just say it out loud. Don't be in your head with it because if you're alone, that's when it creeps back in and gets you. And and saying it, naming it, getting it out loud, getting it out of your head um, can help hold you accountable and also get some other perspectives in there because we're real good at telling ourselves stories when we're looking for reasons to drink. So that's Mm. the best advice I could possibly give. I've noticed you're doing a lot of exercise now. You've replaced some of your bad habits with uh, really healthy ones, so keep running around. What's your longest run you've accomplished? Oh, I ran this year. I ran uh, twelve half marathons and one full marathon, and I biked at one point two hundred and seventy kilometers in one day. I'm training for an Ironman. Whoa! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I lost ninety pounds when I got sober. Also, uh, I lost ninety pounds. Got se- uh, seventy two tattoos. They <laughs> 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 were like, "Oh, you replaced one thing for another," and I'm like, "Yeah, I did, but at least I sleep and have a job now." So, you know, <laughs> I- imagine you called me this morning and I'd relax last night no yeah wouldn't have been good don't say stuff like that (laughs) okay we gotta run dan thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us 
I love you guys. We yeah. love you too, Dan. Good luck it's getting okay to the bottom of that JFK thing, <laughs> yeah, eh? Yeah, good luck. What's it going to be today, Ryder and Lisa? Ooh, we decided, yeah, we're getting so many texts on this with what bothers you the most in the parking lot that we've uh, compiled a list of the top seven parking lot piss-offs for the situational 7 at 7 today. It is the worst time of year for dealing with parking lots. It causes so many people stress and anxiety. So let's just let it out. Get it off your chest. Yeah, get your text in. It's a 780-784-7107. We got some honorable mentions that didn't make the top seven, but almost did, including the Speed Demon. In the parking lot that doesn't seem to even care about the speed bumps. Like, <laughs> their car is so crappy that they're just like, I'll jump it if I have to. Oh, man. Uh, you, you know, especially near the doorways, just slow down a bit. Is anybody good in a parking lot, though? Like, I feel like it doesn't matter who you are. Even if you think you're following the rules, somebody behind you hates you. I got parking lot swag. No, you do not. Yeah, for sure I do. Ooh, I just thought of another one that might need to be in the top seven. Okay, don't switch up the list uh, this one's pretty good. Okay, well, okay. then the one that you're getting out of the top seven has to be an honorable mention, though, right? Okay, so this one is getting booted okay. from, you know what, the energy in a Costco parking lot just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gone. That's uh, just an honorable mention now. Every time I've been in a Costco parking lot, which is very few and far, be- far between because I'm not d- domesticated enough to have a Costco card, I'll tag along with people sometimes or mm. like go for a dog. And... There's always someone yelling at someone else. Yeah, it's uh You could almost tense. make a reality show about situations in a Costco parking lot. Well, even the size of the carts can cause a real issue. Especially in the snow. <laughs> they're hard to get around. Oh, my gosh. Okay, uh, and another honorable mention is we have the long trucks that have to take two spots deep or slant park. The slant park. Do they have to slant park with like big trucks? I think it's like almost a respectful thing, to be honest. It's annoying, but if they tried to squeeze in a normal spot, like you, if you were on either side of them, uh-huh. you'd risk taking a door in the side of your door or not being able to get out of your vehicle. Like some of those trucks are massive. Yeah, so, why are you taking your truck to the mall? Get the car out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> At number seven for the top seven parking lot piss-offs, we have the idler outside the store stinking up the entrance. Just waiting for their spouse to run inside quickly. Are you kidding me? This time of year... Nobody runs inside quickly. No, and there's lineups. Like, you're going to be in the way for yeah. quite some time. I just want to throw in an honorable mention that Tara just texted okay. in. Because it... Uh, I can't believe this is a true story. I had someone stand in a parking stall holding it for a friend who was apparently still 10 minutes away. They would not move, and I was so angry. Yeah, the the stander in the spot. That's a bad one. I saw a YouTube video that turned into an awesome fist fight because of one of those. You know me. Love watching those fight videos. Yeah, you love it. Uh, Number six on the list of parking lot piss-offs is uh, the backer up or too longer. That's the one I had to throw in there. Okay. Like taking too long to back into a spot. Or why are we backing into spots? I like backing into spots. No, we don't do that this time of year. We do not have the time. Whoa, whoa, easy. Into spots. Or when somebody's (laughs) trying to pull out of their spot, but it's just snowed, so their backup camera is covered in dirt or snow, so they can't see. Yeah, yeah. That's why if you back into a spot, you can more easily navigate the exit, which I think is just as important. Mm, I think you can't win either way. The backer-upper that takes too long, who's not good at backing into a spot, 
That's on the list. I want to time you backing up into a spot. Oh, this I'm, time of year, I'm a killer. Okay, not not a killer. Like I've never backed in anybody. I didn't mean that. Number five is the bad parker who starts a chain reaction of then everyone else having to park bad as well. Mm-hmm. You get the first guy that does the orange line, and then it's just a mess after that. Number four, the gets into the car. And you think you got a good spot when they leave, and then they just don't leave. Okay, the people that just chill in their car, they're like checking Instagram. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah, Get out of here. Yeah, check Instagram from your phone in the mall on the bench and then leave. But once you get in that car, you got to go. Yeah, you got to go, go, go. Number three for biggest parking lot annoyances, the... Non-disabled stealing handicap spots. Rachel texted that in. Cannot agree more. Don't ever be that person. Please don't. I got video of you being that person Okay, once. that was one time, and I was not parked there. I pulled in to pick you up mm-hmm. from the gym. And I got video. And I was there for four seconds. I was yelling at her. Going to put you on the news. Yeah, he was filming me, like, zooming in. I'm putting you on the news. <laughs> Number two for annoying things that you deal with in parking lots, especially this time of year. When someone wants your spot but won't give you the proper room to back out. Parking lots are already tight. All of a sudden you're getting rammy while I'm trying to give you the spot. Get out of here. We got an honorable mention text from Lindsay when people don't put their carts away so you think there's a spot and it's full of carts. Uh, What? Good one. Good one. Terrible humans. And uh, number one, we have anyone walking in a parking lot. (laughs) Get Espe- out of the way. Especially the people that are slow walking as you're like, you find a spot. And you're th- like trying to get it, but there might be somebody that pulls in from the other side that gets it first. Yeah. And this turtle <laughs> is just taking, like they got nowhere to be. Yeah. Just the absolutely most annoying thing is when you're just, oh, you're just walking in the middle of the road. Like, did your parents not teach you how to walk? No, but it's usually an elderly person. It's like, shouldn't no. you know more than anyone? It's usually, in my opinion, like a family with like nine kids. Oh, yeah. They walk in a line. <laughs> no. On Play 107. Fellas, beware of the Instagram ads. Yeah, they'll get you because these companies will advertise thinking, ooh, there's an easy target. Mm. This is a guy that's been Googling, what should I get my partner for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, honestly. They're coming for you. And the thing is, like with ordering online off of one of those sponsored ads quite often, uh-huh. you won't get it until like May mm-hmm. or June. Whereas if, like sometimes if you order online, you know, from Amazon Prime, you can get it like that day. That's not the case with most of these ads. And quite often, they're kind of like... I guess a little tacky what you would be buying, right? Well, it's sponsored on your timeline, so you just assume it's what the woman wants. Mm, but not necessarily the case. Uh, you came across a TikTok. Her name is Elise Goulfoyle, and you're convinced she's going to end up on a Saturday Night Live someday. She is the funniest woman on TikTok. She's my favorite account. Elise Goulfoyle. There, she's the girl that did that video where she was like, should I work out or should I eat an entire rotisserie chicken? And I was like, okay, I love this girl. Followed. Followed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she has another song about yeah. this exact thing. Crank it up.
No girl, no girl, no girl in the world wants a necklace with an infinity symbol for Christmas. Or some sort of weird crossover heart situation. Or some sort of weird keychain you saw on Instagram with her birthday on it. <laughs> Who wants a keychain for Christmas? Not me. Or any girl I know personally. We want some white tank tops because we sweat through all of ours. Just a great PSA. So white tank tops it is then? I don't even want those, so I should have cut it off sooner. So we wanted to check in with our good friend, Carly Watson. If you don't follow her on Instagram, she is amazing when it comes to advocating for mental health and anti-diet culture. So we have her on the phone and we wanted to ask you a couple questions. Pick your brain about how to be proactive, especially over the holiday season. What are your thoughts? I'm super passionate about Um, My advocacy, especially surrounding um, anti-diet culture and eating disorder recovery more primarily in the mental health aspect of things. But Mm. yeah, super happy to be chatting with you this morning. So over the holidays, they can tend to be problematic, mainly because food is such a big part of it. But uh, people shouldn't necessarily be afraid of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think like part of the issue there within diet culture is people attach like this moral value to food and labeling food as good and bad can actually like put you in a mindset of really toxic beliefs. And not just that, like if you're, you know, say trying to earn or like burn off calories, you know, consistently, especially around the holidays, like that shows up in so many different ways. And especially like if you have young kids or even other people who are suffering, say, from mental illness, like an eating disorder in private, that could definitely really affect somebody. You never know like who's listening or what's going on in other people's lives. There's purpose to it too, where you're allowed to just enjoy food and that's okay. There doesn't have to be any other purpose around that either. So I think where we kind of fall short is when I say anti-diet, people automatically like to assume that, oh, well, you're against health, like anti-diet is anti-health. And that's really not the case. Choosing not to partake in diet, even right now or come January, doesn't mean that you don't care about your health. It's actually you know, like it can mean that you're prioritizing your health and choosing joy and connection and well-being over an aesthetic state of societal standards, if you will. What wow. a really lovely way to word it, because it is kind of a confusing topic, even for us about like, you know, what's your New Year's resolutions? And yeah. the number one that comes yeah. in is people wanting to just strictly lose weight. So to choose joy yeah. and choose health uh, rather than to, you know, start from a negative is a is pretty powerful tool. Carly, where can people yeah. find you on uh, social media? Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's Carly, K-A-R-L-Y, Watson. And you could also find me on TikTok and Twitter and Facebook if you want to add me as a friend. So um, I have a wide range of resources for anybody who's looking to learn a little bit more about anti-diets, eating disorder recovery or mental health. And uh, just one last note to mention is don't let diet culture take over from your joy of the holidays. Know that 98% of diets fail, and that is not a mistake. That is a billion-dollar corporation profiting off your insecurities. Lighter and Lisa. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Play 107.
Joined by Jennifer from Discover Coding, where you can enroll your kids to take after-school classes. Uh, There's even camps. Tell us a little bit more about what the kids are going to learn when they attend. How to code, how to problem solve, how to think of the world in a different way that's not quite taught in school. And such a natural draw to technology and it's just so empowering and the video games that they see and play now they turn it around and get them to start creating their Mm -hmm. own games and they're so creative i can imagine kids age 5 to 15 can attend and learn things like minecraft and how to make youtube videos in a safe environment if parents are interested where can they find out more discovercoding.ca. When do the winter 2022 classes start? They start in January. So we'll have winter programs and then we'll have spring programs in summer and fall. So that's how we kind of break it up. Each course is about 10 weeks. And then we also have um, anytime there's a school holiday, like teachers convention, PD day, spring break, we are always holding camp. So it kind of gives parents another option for their kids to learn something new And we have them the whole day, so you don't have to worry about it. (laughs) Sounds great. And uh, that's at discovercoding.ca. That's right. I bet you built your own website. Oh, I bet. Yeah, we we do. And and you can also come and learn to do that, too. (laughs) Awesome.